From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 is out this week. On today's show, we're talking about making insurance claims on your home repairs. Do you know what type of home repairs your insurance covers? What does your insurance company have to approve? Who is it that works on your home? Do they need to do that? Should you let the contractor talk directly to the insurance company when you need the work done? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The National Hurricane Center says Hurricane Matthew is swirling just east of Cuba after storming past Haiti. It's moving north toward the Bahamas and Florida. U.S. officials are strongly urging coastal residents to take precautions. From South Carolina Public Radio, Vince Kolb Lugo has more. Almost one year to the day since Hurricane Joaquin dumped nearly two feet of rain on the state, South Carolina is preparing for another potential thrashing. Governor Nikki Haley has declared a state of emergency and is ordering more than one million people to evacuate. It's not going to be a fast evacuation, but what we ask is that you be patient and understand that it could take up to several hours. Government offices will close Wednesday. Florida and parts of North Carolina have already declared a state of emergency. For NPR News, I'm Vince Kolb Lugo in Columbia. The vice presidential candidates of the major parties held their only debate of this campaign season on Tuesday night. Republican Mike Pence and Democrat Tim Kaine verbally sparred with and frequently interrupted each other. They also questioned the stances of each other's running mates. The 90-minute debate was held at Longwood University in Virginia. American and some European officials are meeting in Berlin. They're trying to revive a ceasefire agreement in Syria. NPR's Soraya Sarhadi Nelson has more from the German capital. It's unlikely the discussions will break the stalemate, as Russia is not represented at the Berlin meeting. The Obama administration earlier this week broke off talks with the Kremlin, accusing Moscow of not living up to its commitments under a deal last month to stop the fighting and allow humanitarian aid to reach besieged communities. Russia, in turn, accused Washington of breaking its own agreements. EU leaders at a summit later this month will also be talking about their relationship with Moscow. It's been rather strained over lingering sanctions imposed by Brussels in response to Russian actions in eastern Ukraine. Soraya Sarhadi-Nelson, NPR News, Berlin. The Nobel Committee has awarded this year's prize in chemistry to three scientists. Jean-Pierre Sauvage of France, J. Fraser Stoddard of Northwestern University in Illinois, and Bernard Feringa of the Netherlands have been honored. They've worked on very small molecular machines that are a thousand times smaller than the width of a hair. Feringa says their work breaks new ground. I feel a little bit like the Wright brothers, eh? who were flying 100 years ago for the first time, and then people were saying, you know, why do we need a flying machine? And now we have a Boeing 747 and an Airbus. So that is a bit how I feel. The committee says the molecular motor is at the same stage as electric motors were at in the early 1800s, before trains and other electric devices were invented. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrials are up 86 points at 18,254. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. 
Tonight in New York, the baseball playoffs continue with the National League wildcard game. NPR's Tom Goldman reports the single elimination game pits the hometown Mets against the San Francisco Giants. This game has a glow to it. Two teams with national followings, both playing good baseball at the right time, and featuring star starting pitchers. Noah Syndergaard starts for the Mets. He's what's left of a stellar pitching rotation that's been decimated by injuries. As good as Syndergaard is, the Giants have Mad Bum on their side. Left-hander Madison Bumgarner is one of the greatest pitchers in playoff history, and he's particularly brilliant in opponents' ballparks. Since 2010, the Giants are 7-0 and in the seven road playoff games he's pitched. The Mets will try to overcome Bumgarner and the Giants' even-year magic. San Francisco won the World Series in 2010, 2012, and 2014. Tom Goldman, NPR News. In the American League wildcard game, the Toronto Blue Jays defeated the Baltimore Orioles 5-2. Toronto wanted a walk-off home run in the 11th inning. The Blue Jays will meet the Texas Rangers on Thursday night in Arlington, Texas. Lawmakers in New Jersey are to vote today on a plan that could increase the state gas tax by 23 cents a gallon. The money would pay for work on roads, bridges, and mass transit. Some New Jersey lawmakers have criticized the compromise deal reached by the legislature and New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. But the legislation would also slightly reduce the New Jersey sales tax and phase out New Jersey's estate tax. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, from Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Rackspace, a managed cloud company with a commitment to innovation, and a team of over 3,000 cloud engineers. Rackspace, your clouds, our expertise. Learn more at rackspace.com expertise. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Del Moore from Affordable Solutions is out this week. On today's show, we're talking about making insurance claims on home repairs. Do you know what type of home repairs your insurance covers? Why does your insurance company have to approve who it is that works on your home? Should you let the contractor talk directly to the insurance company when you need work done? You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I can say that uh, if you have any other questions uh, DIY today, go ahead and uh, call them in now. That's fine. 888 888- uh, I'm sorry, 877-MPB-RING. How's it going, Jeff? <laughs> oh, man, great, great. Glad to be here. As you know, um, I absolutely love the insurance business. Yeah, yeah, Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> so this, uh, as a matter of fact, this morning you, uh, you just came from getting some work done this morning, huh? I did, I did. We uh, sold one of our houses, so doing a little punch list and uh, got stuck in traffic, but everything's good, beautiful day. Good deal, good deal. Well, this uh, this weekend, uh, the wife gave me an allowance so that I could go to uh, a home store 
and uh, and get some uh, supplies. Sweet, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, and and I was able to, uh, you know, beadboard, you know, oh, the yeah. white beadboard, sure, sure. So I was able to beadboard Wayne's coat, whatever you want to call it, the uh, the uh, the kids' bathroom. Okay, which is a great place to Wayne's coat because the whole point of it is that it is um, it is. Uh, it's waterproof. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, I mean, that's the whole idea is easy cleanup. And, that's right. You know, that kind of thing. That's right. No, and that's a that's a fun project, too. Um, it, it's, it's really not difficult. No, honestly. it's not. It's, not. it's funny because you can even buy the beadboard at the um, you can you can buy it pre-cut at the height. So, like, if you're not really good with a saw, something of that right. nature, you can buy it pre-cut at that height. So you can just. Put it up on the wall. And uh, if you buy some liquid nails while you're there, you can uh, uh, you can you can stick it up there. Now, did you pull the uh, uh, commode? Did you put it behind the commode? I did or put did... it behind the commode. Okay. But uh, what I did was I noticed that I had just enough to get it there back there. Just and, enough room. Yeah, and, and I was able to cut the beadboard so that I could get around the, the water line that right. comes out of the wall. And it looks fantastic. Good. Absolutely amazed. So uh, very happy with that project. It makes it look a little bigger in there. It does. And, That's right. And, Capped uh, it with maybe uh, some chair rail or something. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. And, and what's funny is because, uh, you know, I have a 14-year-old son. Which means, and I don't know, I don't know what's going on in there, but all I can tell you is that, is that <laughs> when he comes out of the bathroom, there's water everywhere on the walls and everything. So it's like now, now we're in a lot better situation. Well, the bathtub is still a swimming pool, right? It's it just is. smaller. It is. That's right. all. That's it is. true. So, all right, uh, let's see. We've got a call there in Francis in Mobile. What's going on, Francis? Good morning. Uh, my homeowner's insurance, I had some questions regarding fortifying my home. I have a metal roof that's fortified. I've just put impact windows in. They told me that there's a um, fortified program um, online, and I had an inspector come out and give me a, um, a, a, a kind of a thing that, that he went and looked at how many nails the roof was being screwed in with and how the, the wind impact rating for the windows. And now I'm contacting my homeowner's insurance saying, okay, I've got it. And they're saying, well, you need to have the report and before we can tell you how much discount we're going to give you. Well, the whole point was that they told me that they were going to give me a, I think it was 20 or 30% discount of the homeowner's insurance if I get my home fortified. So what's going on with there? Now that I actually followed up with what they told me to do, mm-hmm. they're now playing KG. Can you give me some ideas on that? If, I, if I'm understanding correctly, I think all the insurance company is wanting is some documents to prove that you've done this work, which should be very simple, either by your contractor or home inspector. Yes, I, I did that. But my point is, the question was, how come the, the insurance company is now being cagey about telling me um, how much they're going to reduce the insurance premium? Maybe they didn't think you were going to actually do it. That's my feeling. It's a part of the new program. Sorry. Well, on the show this morning, Francis, you have a, an insurance skeptic. And an insurance pro. So ah. I'm going to let you go with the pro because you don't want my answers. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that. Uh, my opinion, insurance companies do not work like that. They want you to do that. That reduces your claim. I think you're stuck in the, um, in the gears of, of corporate world. You know, just gotcha. give it some time. I would call my agent and, um, 
you know, just say, hey, guys, I did this. Now it's your turn to do what you said you were going to do. And I'm, you know, give them a week. Okay. All right. A second question, follow up. When I first put my metal roof on, it's uh, uh, rated for 140 mile hour wind. Yes, ma'am. And when I called the insurance company, this is three years ago, this was October three years ago, um, I said, well, you know, give me a break on the insurance because I put, you know, a very, very expensive roof on. Sure. And they said, well, no, um, only in Miami-Dade. Ah. Uh, Not in South Alabama. Yeah. Oh. Um, you nice. know, all uh-huh. <clears throat> insurance companies are, are independent. You can always shop it. That's true. That's true. So, there's right. only one type of insurance that you can't shop, and that's called flood insurance. Right. So, uh, so. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate your input. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank for calling. you, Francis. I'm doing the right thing. Okay, it is hard doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Because I'd call them and say, all right, give me your manager. Right. I'm doing it like an AT&T call. Um, okay, so I, I will say this. Uh, speaking of flood insurance, a couple of years ago, uh, my road, who was not on the 100-year uh, floodplain map, right, right. all of a sudden got on it. Wow. And yep. so everyone on my street or my neighborhood all of a sudden had to get flood insurance for the first time mm-hmm. ever. And it, it was, it, by the way, it was shocking because uh, I have relatives on the coast down in Orange Beach, and our insurance premiums were going to be identical to the insurance premiums in Orange Beach, Alabama. Right. And I was floored. So what we did, we had a, um, a surveyor come out. And he did an elevation study and got if, if you'll if you'll get a, an elevation engineer out to do a study like this, they'll they got our insurance down from like fifteen hundred dollars yep. a year to about three hundred dollars yep. a year yep. just by doing that. Sure. And what we did also, we got together with a couple of the uh, neighbors and we split the cost and everybody gave this guy money and we all got a lot less on our yeah. flood insurance. Yeah, that that was smart. And. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, flood insurance uh, is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the on the other side of that, mm-hmm. floods flood, are expensive. Flood insurance <laughs> doesn't does not pay what it's supposed to pay. It's a, it's an ACV policy. What's that mean? Actual cash value, uh-huh. meaning you, most homeowner policies are RCV, replacement replacement cost value. Okay. Well. Flood is ACV, meaning your house has a useful life of of thirty some odd years. Right, house fifteen years old, house floods, mm-hmm. cabinets are destroyed. Well, you've used fifteen years of those cabinets, so flood insurance is only going to pay you for fifteen years. You're kidding? Because me. that's all that's left. Oh man! So so if you're in a uh, let's say if you're in a uh, a historic home, let's mm-hmm. say built in 1915. Mm-hmm. And you get a flood. Well, what happens there? Yeah, it's 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 still based on the useful life of that of that piece of property. Wow. So you know your cabinets are not going to probably be original to that house, right? Right. You know it's been redone. What about or, something like floors, though, which may be original? That's a, that's a great question. Oh no, to that, lose that, like great hardwood floor, that, something like that. That's a great question. And hey, we'll give you thirty bucks because sure. you know. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Anyway, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And I would be remiss if I did not relay this story because my wife will make me 
do this every time I'm on the air talking about insurance. Probably, I don't know, five years ago, four years ago, uh, I was redoing a bathroom upstairs and I used a cheaper material to connect the water line in, mm. went to work. Everybody mm-hmm. went to school and to work, sure. came home, house is completely flooded. Yes. Um, so we had some major, major, uh, about 50 grand wow. worth of work to do for the home uh, to repair it. And that was sheetrock and cabinets and and. It was a mess and floors and I mean, it the was whole still covered. It was still covered. It was still covered. And it was, and I will say this straight up. It was my fault. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was so afraid that they're going to go, Oh, you messed this up. <laughs> we don't, oh, we're not no. going to give you any money. But the inspector, the, the inspector for my insurance company came out and he looked and he said, what happened? And I sheepishly showed him. Sure. And he was like, Oh man. Bad luck. Well, all right, you're covered. Yeah. And and, and oh, yeah. the whole thing was is that they actually covered when I goofed up too. That's so right. I was That's I was right. floored by that. Yeah, the 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 only way that you would not be covered is if you intentionally Cause no. that water loss. No, the, uh, it was certainly not intentional. Right. It was stupid, sure. but not intentional. Yeah, stupid yeah. is still covered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they should put that on the commercial. Right. Stupid is covered. Yeah. And uh, now, you know what? There's a, a and, and, and uh, you know, I see this too, too many times. People will have a room addition. Right. Or they'll, or they will build their attic out and, uh-huh. and have another bedroom and never contact their insurance company. Uh-huh. Um, which, which, and then when you, if, and when you have a loss, right now you have a 200 square foot room addition that your insurance company did not know about uh-huh. increased the value of your property. Uh-huh. But if you don't let your insurance company know about it, you, you may not be paid for that. Oh, wow. So, uh, let's step back from that. Uh, let's say you put an addition onto, uh, you know, you fill in the attic, something like that, mm-hmm. you know, make an extra room, uh, what if you didn't go through the proper channels and permitting and stuff? They still won't cover that. Well, right? yeah, chances are they're going to cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's wise to get that permit so mm-hmm. we make sure that, we, that we've got the proper electrical, proper permit. Right, right. Um, okay. So. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Yes, we're talking about insurance this morning, but also talking about, you know, whatever it is that you want to talk about, any DIY project you've got going on, we can try to help out. Uh, Number to call, 877-MPB-RING. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what questions do you have about home repairs that you want your insurance to cover? Want to tell us about your experience dealing with insurance companies and home repairs? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Support for MPB comes from Seaspire Business Solutions, helping businesses move into the future with next generation fiber optic internet access. More at 855 Seaspire 2. Seaspire, customer inspired. 
Next time on Mississippi Roads, we'll take you to Natchez to celebrate the city's 300th anniversary. We'll start by visiting Emerald Mound, one of the largest Native American mounds in the nation. Then we'll take a look at how the Mississippi River helped the city prosper. Finally, we'll visit some of the antebellum homes with their immaculate designs and troubled histories. I'm Walt Grayson. Join me on the next Mississippi Roads. Thursday night at 7 on MPB TV. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Actually, Dell is out today. And Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Well, Folks, uh, we're talking about insurance this morning and uh, got a couple of good questions here. One of the things I wanted to ask, let's say something happens in your home, Jeff, and um, you know that you need to get help with this. Who do you call first, your insurance company or a contractor? No, I would always call my agent first. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Report the claim. Uh Uh-huh. Now, if 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 you're not positive you have a claim, mm-hmm. let's say there's a hailstorm and right, right. and and now be, call a contractor, a reputable contractor, to come check your roof and see if you right. need to make that call. That's right, okay. because uh, I've seen this happen way too many times. Um, I want to call my insurance company to see if I have hail damage, so I file the claim. Oh. In, uh, adjuster shows up. Nope, you don't have hail damage on your roof, but you still have a claim. Uh oh. So in the insurance world, uh-huh. rule of thumb: three strikes and you're out. Really? So do not file that claim unless you know you have a claim. Okay. All right. So it's good. All right. Good to know. Um, another thing I was going to ask. Uh, let's see. When 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 you're dealing with these insurance companies, should you talk to the insurance company or should your contractor talk to the insurance company? Uh, once the claim has been made and you have hired a contractor that uh-huh. you trust, uh-huh. turn that over to the contractor at that point. Okay. All right. I trust you on that. All right. Let's go to the phones. Cassandra's on the line in Jackson. She says, uh, wants to ask about insurance for older homes. You with us, Cassandra? I'm here. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. So my house was built almost 100 years ago, mm-hmm. and we've been having difficulty getting insurance an insurance company to cover it um, with replacement costs, not just the cash value. Right. Either we've been denied or the premium is so expensive that it's like taking out another mortgage. Wow. Mm. What are there... What, how I need help. <laughs> well, okay. Let me let me ask you a few questions. Have you updated the wiring in this house? We're in the process of doing that now. Okay. Uh, updated the plumbing. Yes. Okay. Those are the two things that really scare insurance companies: water okay. and electricity. 
Once once those two are are updated, you you should not have any problem at all getting insurance okay. on that house. Um, are these are <clears throat> are you using licensed contractors to do those things? We have um, my husband. He can do a lot of that. Um, okay. Not licensed with the electricity, um, but we are. He's he's finding them and he knows a little bit about it, and so he is you know identifying the folks to come out and help us do that. Do that, Cassandra, and then also permit that. Um, okay. Those are things insurance companies are are going to want to see and. I've got a house in the country. It's a, 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 a North Madison County, over a hundred years old. I, I redid the plumbing, redid the electrical, and have no problem with insurance at all. Okay, okay, that's very helpful. Great, thanks a lot, Sandra. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, let's go to Carrie in Tupelo. Thinks her house might be sinking. Uh, well, that that can happen. Yes. You with us, Carrie? Yes, I'm here. So, what's going on in your house? Um, yes, well, thanks for taking my call. I have a house that was built in the early 80s, um, and it uh, recently I've noticed like cracks in the ceiling, um, and the doors are kind of sticking. And uh, about a month or so ago, I heard kind of a bang, and I went down in the garage, and there was a support beam that had literally kind of split in half. Oh, good lord. Oh, well. Um, and I was able to have that repaired. Uh, it wasn't terribly expensive, but, um, you know, I'm just noticing all these things. And a neighbor across the street said before he bought the house that he's in, that the woman who owned it had to have pylons sunk in, in, uh, you know, around the, um, slab yeah, of the mm-hmm. house. Jack it back up. It, yeah. To jack it back up because when they built the subdivision, there, it's the strangest thing. I used to be in, um, you know, do real estate closings. There are no easements. There are no. Uh, there's never been a survey done on the property, and um, it's uh, it, it's hmm. as if one of my neighbors said that they didn't let the foundation settle long enough when they when they built a lot of these. And I'm not sure what the reason is, but I'm just wondering what I should do. You know, that could be really expensive, obviously. I do have insurance on the house. I'm pretty sure that Yeah, one. no, that's that's not going to be covered under your yeah. under your homeowner's policy. I, I, but, I you would... know, we did have a foundation person here on the mm-hmm. show, and <clears throat> they did mention that, that foundations can be repaired. Um, and I was really surprised, Carrie, with how – not super expensive it right, was right um and and that is something that you know uh, jeff well you know it's 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 the fear of the unknown right because um, everybody thinks it's going to be 30 grand sure right yeah. so i would i would call a again a couple reputable foundation people to come it could be as simple as a french drain around your house mm-hmm. get the water away from your house you know and um, or it could be a situation where you will have to drill a few pilings and jack the house back up. But like I said, it's not as expensive as what my head thought sure. it was. Right? You know, I, I I really thought that that was like building another house. It's not as bad as I thought. Well, that's encouraging because I do have a, a water a drainage problem. Um, also. Oh yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Again, call call a foundation uh, person, and I'd call a couple of them. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, what kind of te- what's their what are they technically called? What do I look for? Um, um, foundation, foundation uh, repair. Yeah, uh, okay. you, you might start with a structural engineer mm-hmm. to okay. to get their report. Then call your foundation people, and then instantly you will know if this individual knows what they're talking about. That's right. right. That's a good point. Structural engineer. All right. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. Good luck. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. I've talked to Frank about his trees before. Frank, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good. So what's going on with your trees? Uh, I'm a uh, fatalist. And I know catastrophe is either going to be an ice storm or a big wind is going to come. That's right, right. That's right. It's coming. I know. It's 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 coming. I say that every. You're a realist, Frank. That's what it is. (laughs) I say that every month when I pay my insurance premium. (laughs) Uh, Trees. When Katrina came, I had four trees fall on my property, and my neighbors had a lot of tree issues, and I was amazed at the different in coverage from different insurance companies regarding trees. Oh, you better bet. One deal was, okay, if it falls on your house, okay. That's right. If it, if it falls on your driveway, we're not going to cover it. If your neighbor's tree falls on your house, then you got to talk to his insurance. I mean, all these different, there was nothing consistent. On well, the internet, they say, you know, they have a list of things, but I didn't see that happening I, in my neighborhood. I can I can clean it up for you real easy. If your neighbor's tree falls on your house, it is your insurance responsibility, not your neighbor's. Okay. All right. If a tree falls across your driveway, it is your insurance responsibility to, to pay to have that tree removed because now you do not have uh, egress yeah. uh, to your home. If a tree falls in your front yard or backyard, regardless of how big it is... And there's no one there to hear it. And it doesn't hit anything except the ground, insurance is not covering that tree. So think about what, what, what insurance is covering. Insurance is covering that dwelling. Insurance is not covering your landscaping, your tree. It's got to hit a structure that they are actually have a policy written on. So Frank, okay, well, that's what I thought. Too, but I kept hearing these different stories. Yeah, yeah. Frank, no. you got a you got a fireplace, Frank? I don't use it. For okay, well, I was just going to say you got a you got a backyard full of firewood if you want to go ahead and get rid of those trees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good day. Thank you. Yep, let's talk to Blaine real quick in Meridian. He's converting a room to a garage. It's kind of backwards. What's going yeah. on, Blaine? Good morning, good morning. Not exactly. Uh, oh, okay. We're buying a house in a flood zone. It is uh, on a built-up slab, three-foot elevated. But there's one room underneath the roof that is ground level. It's just a storage room. But we're going to have to pay about $1,500 a year for that one room. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, it's not even finished, heated, or cooled. And I was wondering, what do y'all think would be involved in turning that to a porch to where it would not qualify as a room? What would we need? To Concrete. Do? Lots of it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So there. So it's connected to the to the main house. Yes. Yeah. Man. The fact that it's underneath the roof. Line I understand. And it is fully enclosed. Like yep. A room. Can you chop it off and move a shed out back? Man, that's not exact. And see, flood insurance is so expensive. 
Did you hear what I was talking about, Blaine? Did you hear what I was talking about at the top of the show about getting a uh, elevation uh, uh, surveyor out there? Oh, well, this is in uh, Bill Shores, Alabama, so it's, it's all blood zone. It's all in the water, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. okay, okay, yeah. The rest of the house is pretty reasonable, but there's one room is $1,500. Wow. A year. A year. Wow. Well, FEMA insurance was going to be 8000 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I say you build it up. Yeah. Well, but 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 it's under the main roof. It's under the main roof, and there's stairs going down to it. So he's trying up. to, yeah, you're you're trying to make it into a patio. It's got to turn into walls got to come out, but I'm just wondering, do all the walls have to come out? I mean, what do y'all think would make it a porch, technically? I, I, th- I think um, removing the, the uh, probably the furthest wall away from the house and screening, screening that yeah. in but again makes it uh, a sunroom again blaine that's that's uh that's that's hard to comment on without looking at it and knowing your particular laws in your in your area i got you i got you yeah man sorry about that blaine well, for fifteen hundred dollars, it will become a porch. Yeah, right? Yes, <laughs> one way or the other. <laughs> Jackhammer. They're a lot cheaper. Right, and a chainsaw. Yeah. Right. Appreciate All right. Thanks a lot, Blaine. Now we're going to uh, take a break real quick, listeners. What questions do you have about home repairs that you want your insurance to cover? We just happen to have an insurance pro on with us this morning, as we do every Wednesday morning with Jeff. Want to tell us about your experience with dealing with insurance companies and home repairs? I've told you mine. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Americans have a big decision to make on November 8th. A date which will live not in Mr. Gorbachev. We will keep this promise to the American people. Be informed. Listen to this station every day. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Sorry about that, uh, Sharita. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Actually, Dell's out this week. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks, and we're sharing your comments and experiences this morning about insurance. You can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. 
org. Well, talking about insurance this morning, and it's and it's it, boy, this gets really intricate pretty fast. And what one can do, one can't do. One of the things we were talking about that was interesting to me is the last caller was talking about uh, a place in his house that did have roof over it, but the elevation of that place was different. Therefore, it costs more for flood insurance. One thing I wanted to ask about Jeff is. Uh, covered portions, and something we see a lot of in Mississippi is carports. Right. Is a carport uh, like an accessory to a home, according to insurance, or is it actual... Uh, what if it's not part of the original roof line? What if it's uh, one of those metal ones? Or, or it's still as long as it's connected to that dwelling, it is it is considered part of that dwelling. Really? Now, obviously, it will be estimated differently mm-hmm. from a garage. Right. Right. Uh, but it's still part of that dwelling. Okay. So, so if if the carport gets blown down or a tree hits it or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you can get that replaced. Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. Sure. All right. And uh, what is the average deductible for most folks? Um, Ballpark me, man. $1,000. Insurance companies are raising deductibles. Are they? Yes. Um, You know, I I carry a $5,000 deductible. Mm -hmm. Insurance, if people will use insurance what it's supposed to be used for and not a maintenance program. Right. More of a catastrophic failure. That's what it's for. Right. So $2,500, I think, is a good deductible. So you can call your insurance agency and raise your deductible? Sure. Uh, depending on what you owe on the property, mm-hmm. you know, there's some guidelines. Well, let me ask. Uh, like in, in auto insurance, if you raise your deductible, that brings down your monthly payment. Sure. Would right. that do the same with home insurance? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Now, one other question before we get to the phones. Is a home warranty home insurance? What what is a home? Where does a home warranty come in on the insurance thing? No, no home warranty. Um, I'm not a big believer in a home warranty. Um, okay. I, I, personally, I don't like them. All right. Yeah. I've heard that also from our appliance guy that came on the show. Right. And uh, he said they just weren't worth fixing yeah. a lot of times. So. That's right. That's okay. Right. Uh, let's go to Ronald in Mobile. He's uh, following up to a tree question. You with us, Ronald? Yes, I am. So what's going on, man? Uh, he, he stated that if a neighbor's tree falls on your property, that it's your insurance's responsibility. But what I was under the impression was that if you looked over and saw that your neighbor had a, a diseased tree mm-hmm. and you informed your neighbor, your neighbor, you communicated with your neighbor that by either email or in writing, that, you know, you've got this this diseased tree. It's threatening my property. Could you please take care of this situation? I was under the impression that from that point on that your neighbor would be responsible for any damage that's caused by that tree. Um, you're, you're right. Your neighbor will probably be responsible for it. But, but if and when that tree falls, your insurance company will repair your house, and then they will subrogate your neighbor. Now you're going to have to tell a defined subrogate. Meaning your insurance company is now going to try to recoup their money, so they're going to take your neighbor to court. Okay. And and with that letter, uh, chances are your insurance company will win. Ah. So well, that clears you, it up. You, you've done the right thing. You wrote the letter uh, uh, trying to get your neighbor to, to take care of this situation that is threatening your property. I would also send that letter to my insurance company. 
Yes, I did. Perfect. No, that is very smart. Very okay. smart. All right, All right Ronald, appreciate it. D is on the line in Clinton and uh, had a question about uh, addition to the house. Uh, it seems to be shifting. Are you with us, D? I'm with you. So what's going on with this? Okay. Um, about, well, several years ago, I had an addition put on my house, which was like the kitchen, just expanding the house, a kitchen and a garage, and then there's a room over the garage. And the foundation was not properly tied in, so the house is separating. Right. Yikes. Uh, so you're asking how to fix that? D? I think maybe we lost D. Uh, Jeff, if uh, one were to fix that, is that something where you call one of those uh, foundation guys to help out? Right. Yeah, that that's not covered uh, uh, on your homeowner's policy. That That's a builder defect. Um, so I don't think the insurance company is going to step in. If it was five years ago, can you call the person that built it and um, say, hey, it broke? Yeah. Um, again, depending on their credibility. Right. Whether yeah. they want to. Stay in business for a hundred years or five. Okay, all right, I get it. Thanks, D. Uh, sorry about uh, cut off. I don't know what the deal is there. Let's go on to Gene, who's got a shed on the property. Is it covered by insurance? Boy, I really want to know this answer. Gene, are you with us? Yes. So, what's going on with the shed? Okay, I bought a house a year ago and had it insured, fully insured the property. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a shed down there who was already built, and I store all my stuff lawnmowers and everything else in it right is that is that covered on my home homeowner's policy uh the the quick answer to that is yes but always check your policy and it will be uh labeled as a um other structures uh i think that's how it's labeled on your policy uh and then there no yeah i appreciate it okay thanks Thanks. that leads me to another question if you're going by your local hardware store or home store and you decide to buy a new shed and put it up uh do you need to call your insurance company and say i just put up a shed i would really yes okay absolutely put them put them on notice uh uh, let them know that 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 you know i've increased my property value Will they increase your payments? They they, they may. Uh, uh-huh. For a shed, I doubt it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, thank you. Appreciate it, Gene. Let's go to Susie in Oklahoma. What's going on today, Susie? Susie, you okay. with us? Uh, yeah. I want to know uh, if you get a bonus room over the garage finish, mm-hmm. do you have to um, get a... Um, or does the contractor have to get a... Like an inspection or a, a permit? Uh, right. Yeah, and then the, after the room is finished, does that add to the value of your house or you have to have your insurance up? Yes. Um, yeah. you know, yes, ma'am. It, it does add the value. It does add value to your house. Uh, so you definitely want to get a hold of your insurance company and let them know that, um, you know, I started out with 1,800 feet, and now I have 2,200 feet. Uh-huh. So um, they'll probably raise your premium a little bit, but I have um, I've been in situations before where people are underinsured, and uh, that is not a good meeting. Wow. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. 
Oh, oh another thing. Uh, are you allowed to give the names of people who can finish, you know, uh, a bonus room or something uh, up around um, in northeast Mississippi? Well, we, we prefer not to give folks because we we believe, and we've touted on this show several times, that it's a really good practice for you to contact more than one person, uh, at least two, and uh, uh, best probably three to contact three contractors to go and look and see what you want done. Uh, and that way you can choose the best contractor that fits what you need. Um, as Dell would say when he's here, cheapest is not the best. That's Just right. so you know. That's right. <laughs> One final question. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, when the house was built about three years ago, and uh, the builder was supposed to have stubbed it up for a bathroom upstairs uh, in that extra room, but he didn't. He only put a two-inch pipe. And um, so what alternative does a person have to put a bathroom, uh, I mean, I know you don't see it, but, uh, but to put a bathroom uh, up in a bonus room when you don't, I've got a simple. I've got a simple yeah. answer to that. Yeah, this is this um, is good. Listen up. Go 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 online. Pull up a company called Santa Flow. S a n a f l o w. Yeah. Is it Santa or Sani? I think it's Santa. It's like Santa or Santa Claus. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's a great alternative. You can put a bathroom anywhere. You can get to a two inch plumbing line okay that's Literally. what i have i don't have a four inch well that's exactly that's what he's exactly talking about what you need i put in several of them they're proven uh I've, I've got some out there in the marketplace that's been there for for 10 years wow that's that's good oh. so is that the commode with the motor on the back uh yes ma'am <laughs> sure is now done and done properly, you can put that behind a wall, and 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 you're the only one that's going to know there's a motor back there. It's it's a oh, grinder station, it is what it be is. Used all the time, except when you know the grandkids were. Yes, ma'am. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so it's a great alternative. All right, Santa Flo. Yeah, Santa Flo. Thank you, Susie. All right, let's go to uh, Marlou and Jackson hiring someone to paint her house. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get a paint job, huh, Marlou? Guten Morgen. Good morning. Yes. Uh, years ago, we had a terrible experience with a person who painted our cabinets in the kitchen, uh-huh. and he wanted to be prepaid, which right. was a mistake. Mm-hmm. So he he came several days, but he never finished the paint job, and so when I tried to call him. We couldn't get hold of him. Right. So now I'm very concerned. What should I do when I hire another painter? Do I prepay? Do I pay half? What should I do? A a a uh, contractor that is legitimate in my eye in my uh, in my opinion is not going to ask for all the money up front in That's the first right. place. That's right. That's good to know. Yes, ma'am. This uh, guy was. He was a friend of a friend. He was a college student. He wanted to earn some money. Yep. Well, he earned money, okay, but right. you know, he, he didn't really do the job. You, you know, treat it treat it like a restaurant. Right. Uh, you, you you wouldn't you wouldn't prepay at a restaurant. Um, and if you received good service, good food, you pay before you walk out. Right. Very true. Very true. So mm-hmm. treat kind of treat it like that. 
Yeah, that, uh, sounds, that sounds like a good idea. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your advice. Thank you, Marlo. And there are some very good, reputable painters out there. If you'll just Google yeah. uh, whatever area you're in, there's That's some right. good folks out there. And as we've said a million times on this show, if you go cheap, expect cheap. So, That's it. That's right. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464. Um, got a got a call that asked about whether an insurance would cover the cost of repair to her home shifting due to clay. Would insurance cover that? No. Okay. No. So foundations typically aren't covered by on, insurance on your homeowner's policy. Right now, there's insurance out there that covers that. Uh, several of them: Bonded Builder, uh, Two Ten. Um, These are people that cover your foundation. Yes. How, uh, how have I lived well, in Mississippi well, and never heard about this? It's something the builder does. Oh. Prior to me pouring a slab, uh-huh. I'm going to put bonded builder on every one of my slabs. Oh. Protects me. Uh-huh. Uh, it's insurance for the for the homeowner. Right. Uh, but your does typi- it transfer with sure? Okay. Yeah. Your typical homeowner's policy is not going to cover shift uh, shifting uh, uh, earth. So if you have. Let me ask you this. If you have an existing home, can you get coverage for your foundation? Typically, no. Okay. All right. That's that's good to know. Uh, that's that's interesting. Plus, like I said, living in Mississippi, right. you know, you don't know. It could be every other house, every right. fifth house. Yeah. Every day it doesn't, you know, you just never know which one's going to shift, but something is. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to come right back after this break. Listeners, what questions do you have about home repairs that you want your insurance to cover? Want to tell us about your experience dealing with the insurance companies and home repairs? I have. I've told you about that. Sorry, insurance company. (laughs) Call us with your questions, comments, or uh, just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. You have a big decision to make on November 8th. A date which will live not in in Mr. Gorbachev. We will keep this promise to the American people. Be informed. Listen to this station every day. Hey, y'all, I'm Felder Rushing. Ain't it a great day? Now, my truck stands out around town. A garden in the back will do that. You can make your car truck stand out with the new MPB Car Tag. MPB Car Tag. It's a great way to show your support for MPB. Visit mpbonline.org and sign up for yours today. Woohoo! You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting.
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with uh, Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Actually, Del is out this week, and I keep saying that. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is here. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Jeff, we're talking about uh, insurance this morning, and I was just looking. Um, what if the amount the insurance company gives you doesn't cover all the cost? Uh, what if the new costs come up? What, I mean, what, what do you do if I, if I have a house and I have an insurance claim and the insurance doesn't cover what it costs to do it? Well, keep in mind, it's the insurance obligation to mm-hmm. adjust that claim properly up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is best to hire a contractor that understands that. Okay. But let's say that you d- you hired a contractor that's really not in the insurance business. Right. As long as they can document mm-hmm. that, hey, th- there's cost overruns, there's things I didn't see, it's called a supplement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and it's covered, right? Uh, and and keep in mind, insurance obligation is to get you back pre-incident. Oh, okay, all right, that makes sense. All right, let's go to the phone. Mary's got a whopper here. Uh, Mary and Brandon has got a drainage problem and wants to know. Are, are you wanting to know if it's covered by insurance, Mary? Well, uh, the the uh, in, in, uh, the insurance company says says to send them the the in, invoice and then they will decide. But the uh, uh, the people who who are doing the digging, which uh, I assume are, are very good, they seem to be very good. Uh, they said we want to be paid. Uh, the the, uh, the standard policy of our company is that that you pay us the full amount the day that we've completed the work. They they have to dig up part of the front yard. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they pinpointed by camera where it is. Right. But my question is, it's an insurance payment question. What what do I have to pay them? I mean, I'd have to take out a equity loan to pay them on the day that they complete it. Is there damage to your home? Uh, Some. Okay. Caused by very little. Caused Uh by water, right? Yes. Sewer? Um, drainage from from the house. Hmm. Yes, part part of it. I, I guess you would call it sewer. Okay. Yeah, if if, there, if if there's a broken sewer line under your slab and it has caused damage on the inside of your house, then yes, it is covered under your homeowner's policy. Oh, okay. Well, the, the tree, tree root is, is what's causing the problem. Ah. And it's about 10 feet away from the house, maybe 15. But but if it caused damage to your property, then it is covered to your dwelling. Oh, it is, yes. Okay. But my a question, question is, when do I have to pay them? Well, uh, you know, I mean. You still, uh, gotta pay, you still yeah, have to pay your contractor uh, right. on, the, on the way out. Sure. Yeah, and then you know, wait on your money from the insurance. But I, I would be in touch with my insurance company. That's really a question for them. They should have already come out, done a claim, and and written you a check. Right, and you could directly give them that check if that's sure. how you so you know dealt with it. 
So. Yes, but that's what happened when the roof was replaced. Yes, right. ma'am. Uh, when the hail came, but th- this is a little different. They want to see the the pipe. You know, they want to see the pipe. No, no one has come out yet. This is this long. This so it's a very good insurance company. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's the same uh, com- company. I would be on. I would be on the phone to my insurance company, sure would. Right, today. All right, thanks, Mary. Get on the phone with them. That's a big deal. Gary's on the line in Dothan, Alabama. House hit by lightning. Couldn't prove it to the insurance company. Uh, Gary, you with us? Yes, I am. Thank you. There's probably somebody out there that could prove that it was lightning. Well, it was a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and we contacted the insurance company, and they said, well, you know, you can't prove that it was hit by lightning. And, you know, it could have been anything, just faulty wiring in a house or, you know, whatever. But then I used to be a storm chaser, so I have automatic cameras outside. And I love storms still. So when the storm comes, I hit the button, the storm going to capture some lightning shots maybe. Sure. And we were going back through some of the old ones. with They're all time-dated and stamped. And bigger than heck, there's the strike right on the camera. Did it, did it leave? Did the strike itself leave damage to the home? Uh, it actually hit the power pole outside the house. Oh, but and but everything, and it caused damage to to uh, your home. Yes. Okay. To the home, and we fry, it fried a bunch of electrical equipment, our computers, televisions, stuff like that. Yeah. No. I mean, if you can't get the insurance to to hear you on that, this it may be time to talk to somebody with a firm. Yeah. Bottom line, it's covered. You don't have to prove. Uh, what did it? Right. All, all, all you have to prove is you have damage. You have broken stuff. Right? Yeah, it's up to the insurance company. Uh, picture it as a fire. You don't have to prove how the fire started. Right. Insurance. That's insurance company's obligation. Oh, okay. So then our agent kind of pulled a fast one on us. We can just sounds right like it. Them. Yeah. I mean, right. if you have damage to a covered policy, insurance uh-huh. company owes it. Right. Make another call, Gary. All right, we're going to do this real quick. Johnny, uh, Johnny's on the line real quick. What was your insurance-related story? Uh, there was a tree that fell and fell on the power lines. Uh-huh. Long story short, it pulled the electrical meter off my house. Oh. So the insurance said, okay, we'll take care of it. You pay first, we reimburse you, which that happened. Then I got a letter to drop. I was uh, being dropped. Yep. Oh, man. And this was the first claim in over 15 years. Wow. And they decided to drop me. Mm. My agent, I talked to him about it. He said, the only way we can save you is that you bundle your insurance. You get your auto with us. Oh, man. I thought that that was so That's cold. Yeah. Right, exactly. You know, we bundle, and, of course, we're still with the insurance. Right. Well. Sorry that worked out, Johnny, like that. That's that's not a good way to do business. But we got to wrap it up here. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams, but Sharita Brent is sitting in today. Our call screener is Kevin Farrell. For Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.
This forecast is underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Live healthy on the go with the My Blue Mobile app. 